on this episode of Buena Vista and Main Street. You can tell. If you don't know, look at a garbage can, remember? Right, exactly. <laughs> when in doubt. But it is Space Mountain on the inside, so definitely check it out. <laughs> definitely go for it. <laughs> the internet. I know this is surprising to some of you youngins. I can't be a Space Mountain, so... <laughs> So keep your arms and legs inside the ride vehicle at all times. And here we go. Welcome. Good day. Good evening. Good afternoon. Good night. If if you're a night person, I guess so. <laughs> Depending on what day and time of day it is. Disney after dark. Woohoo! Which, as an aside, I think we should totally do some sort of Disney after dark spoiler episode or something. Anyways, that's not important. I don't know what we would do for it, but just that pin that in a sidebar. Sidebar. We'll do a Disney After Dark episode at some point in time. Uh, so, welcome, folks. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, folks. Howdy, folks. Howdy, folks. Welcome, folks. <laughs> You'd think that we were going um, back to Frontierland, but guess what? We are not. No, we are now continuing our grand circle tour around the Magic Kingdom. Thank yes, you. Yes, we are. We finished last time talking about Fantasyland and Toontown uh, in Disneyland. Uh, Disney World does not have Toontown, but Disneyland does. Mickey's Toontown. We talked about that and where all of the uh, wonderful Mickey, Minnie, Donald Duck... Goofy, Chip and Dale, they all live there and in a magical toon town. Full of tunes and towns. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Sisters, so much. Um, yeah, and we talked about in Magic Kingdom how they don't have it, but then we talked about their addition to Fantasyland with a circus type theme. So we're going to continue on like we are walking in a circle around Magic Kingdom and go like we're entering backwards through uh, Tomorrowland. And there's just kind of... So if we walk uh, back towards the main entranceway, that's the way we're looking at it when we're talking about our next kind of sections of Tomorrowland. That makes yeah. any sense. <laughs> it does. Um, in Disneyland, you know you're going to enter Tomorrowland if you're walking past the Matterhorn. Um, then you'll know the Matterhorn's on your right, and you're going to keep walking, and you will see a lagoon um, where there used to be mermaids, uh, live mermaids that would sit on rocks and wave at people, but they don't exist anymore. So don't go looking for the mermaids um, in the lagoon because you won't find them there. There used to be a Magic Kingdom, my favorite back path. There used to be a pathway from like where the um, Dumbo is in the circus area down to Tomorrowland. But they had to take that out for an upcoming addition to Tomorrowland in Disney World at Magic Kingdom. So that's kind of sad for me when I think about it. But because it's like a secret back back path that was like always quiet um but in magic kingdom in Flo if you're in florida you're gonna go back kind of past dumbo and your first thing you're gonna actually pass is the teacups and so as soon as you start passing the teacups you'll notice you're in a different type of environment there for tomorrowland always look at the garbage cans because that will let you know and the music will also change in theme as well 
and so. the costumes that the cast members are wearing. That is correct. They'll always change. You can tell. If you don't know, look at a garbage can, remember? Right. Exactly. <laughs> when in doubt. But it but when you're in Tomorrowland in Magic Kingdom, um, be careful of garbage cans in Tomorrowland at Magic Kingdom. That's all I'm gonna say. Mm. Yes, I forgot about the garbage can conundrum in Magic Kingdom. <laughs> yep, yeah, so Disneyland. I was gonna say Disneyland. So they have um some a body of water there with submarines in this section. There is no submarines in Magic Kingdom. So again, if you've seen submarines, you're in Disneyland or another Disney theme park like Disney Sea, but that's completely different. They don't even look the same. But <laughs> um you're in Disneyland. If you see yellow submarines, you remember you're in California, not in Florida. Just another reminder. Um, the submarines are uh, part of the, uh, f- they're called the Finding Nemo Submarine Voyage, in which you relive the lovely heartwarming story of Finding Nemo, one of my favorite Pixars of all time. Um, and you get to go down into uh, the a great barrier reef off the coast of Australia. I know we're not in Australia if we're in California. In fact, we're very far away, but that's okay. Uh, it's Disney. So pretend um, you pretend as soon as you enter the submarine and go under the water, there you are, Australia. It's a magic. Well, Disney magic, Disney, Disney magic at its finest right there. <laughs> um, it's really kind of a cute ride. Um, it takes a long time to load, though. It is not continuous loading. Um, there's only a few submarines uh, that go around, so you do have to uh, load the submarine, and you actually do load the submarine from the top and go into the submarine, so not very accessible-friendly either. Um, and it does take a while to offload and then reload a submarine, um, so it is a little bit time-consuming, Uh and a bit of a wait, but kids love this ride. So if you have little kids, they're definitely going to want to ride Finding Nemo 100%. Especially for their little boys, because, you know, getting in a submarine is pretty cool. Um, so it is a, a relaxing. I would like to say it's one of my favorite nap rides for us adults. You know, there's certain rides. I will talk about another one as well. But this is a great one to take a little nap on. Yeah. It totally is. Um, and it, it is really cool to see all the Finding Nemo characters. So you get to see all of them in the flesh, outside the submarine, obviously in the water. Uh, <laughs> in the gills, I guess not flesh, but in the gills. Yeah, in the gills. In the scales. In the scales. In the fins, you know, all those things. And I also know that the question you're asking yourself right now is, how is this part of Tomorrowland? How is this part of Tomorrowland, Amanda? Uh, that would be due to the submarine technology, uh, not the Finding Nemo story. <laughs> I mean, although Talking Fish is definitely futuristic, but... Has more to do with when it was uh, opened no. in Disneyland, and it was still new technology at that time. Those exactly. submarines, so yeah, brings it back to Tomorrowland in that way. <laughs> not, not that we haven't seen submarines now. Like it, the technology now is not as <laughs> advanced. I mean, it. Never mind. It's fine. 
Um, above the submarines, I like to just point out is also the in park uh, stop for the monorail at Disneyland. So if you wanted to take a trip around the monorail, um, which leaves the park and comes back a little bit different than monorails at Disney world. Um, mo- all the stops are outside of the park. This one actually has a stop inside the park. So, um, and it is a fully autonomous monorail. So, which means it has no driver on board, which is different as well, but it stops within the park. So if you wanted to ride the monorail, um, like I did last time for the first time in years, Amanda, um, Jeff really wanted Jeff really wanted to dry, ride the monorail, so we rode the monorail. Nice. It's kind of did that with the kids. We enjoyed it. We had a good little time. The monorail is fun to do. We do it at Magic Kingdom because it's a great transportation device. But <laughs> yeah. In Disneyland it's fun. It's fun to ride the monorail. Um it's a good way if you are staying at one of the re- the Disneyland resort hotels at Disneyland itself, it can be a transportation ride in that way as well. But it's a good little adventure. I remember it like it was a big deal when the first time we went to because Dad liked your trains and it was like the first monorail and it was a big deal. Um, but the monorail stop is above where this area is. So I just always like, I always forget about it. So I just thought I'd remember to mention it now. Yeah, I always forget too. Because we don't always ride the monorail every time. So it does a very nice aerial view around the park. Like it literally goes around Magic Kingdom in the park itself. So you see a lot of the park from the monorail in Tomorrowland and other places. So just so you know you can ride it you just have to have park show your park permission if you're going to get off and get back on because you're inside the park after the monorail uh, the monorail no finding nemo one of the cool things about finding nemo is the next ride that we have which is autotopia which is in disney world um Similar ride is the Tomorrowland Speedway in Magic Kingdom, but Audiotopia actually runs over part of the submarine voyage, so it like goes underneath it in a little cave, which is I think is a really cool little thing, and I forget about it all the time when you're doing it because you don't think about it, but it's neat to think mm-hmm. about afterwards. Yeah, you can definitely see it in the maps that there's part of it where the submarine would go in a tunnel and then comes out. Um, what about Autotopia and Submarine and t- Submarine and Tomorrowland Speedway, Amanda? Tell us more. Uh, you can get a license. <laughs> that's that's the one thing. That's that's all I got. Um, you get a paper license when you're done, and you can also stop and get your picture taken, and then your picture can be pasted onto the paper license. <laughs> they are they're both gar go-kart type rides so they yeah. are car driving rides you do have to be able to be of certain height to be able to push the pedal or have an adult driving with a smaller child that's able to push the pedal um kids love the ride um there is a metal guard in the center so they will not like run off the road but they it's like they get to drive around in fancy cars that smell terribly they smell so bad like so bad I'm getting a headache just thinking about it right now. Um, Jenny and I, fun fact, Jenny and I usually ride together. <laughs> and since she doesn't normally drive, like in real life, I always make her drive because I tell her it's good practice. So she drives me around Audiotopia a lot. Um, in fact, one of the pictures on our website, the one that we use for our uh, 
big splash page uh, picture at the top is Jenny driving me around Autotopia. Yes, so we you can drive with another person or you could drive by yourself. We um, usually drive with one or other two people. Usually the kids will drive the adults around or they'll drive themselves around like Aiden dr- drove himself around last time. Yeah, he doesn't want to be with an adult anymore. It's like, I am a mature teenager and I will drive myself around. Which meant you got to drive yourself around last time. Right? Yeah, I got to go by myself, and that was weird. That was fine. It's because I got to drive Jeff around. Or did he drive me around? I don't recall. And Emma drove dad, drove dad around, which was kind of fun. There's a great picture of them. There's a great picture of them, too. Yeah. I'm like, I've driven em- Emma's driven me around, too, a couple of times, too. We ride it at least once every time. We might ride it a couple of times, too. It's a good little ride. It's not continuous loading, but it's it's pretty fast. You don't have to wait a long time. There's a lot of cars, uh, that, and they keep them rolling in and out. So sometimes the cars do break down or run out of gas somewhere way far away. <laughs> And then you have to call AMA. Just kidding. You just have to get a cast member to come rescue you. AMA or CAA or a AAA. All depends yeah. who you are or where exactly. you are in the world now. That's right. <laughs> um, it's a great ride. Yeah. Sometimes the lineups can be longer. So just be aware. It's If it's a longer lineup, you're standing for a long time. And it's not all covered either. So you might be out in the sun yeah or in the rain depending on where you are and it is not an exciting queue line like out of all disney rides i do not want to stand it for an hour for any because kids will get bored so try and hit it on a quieter uh queue time kind of in the morning or later in the afternoon or evening usually tends to be a, a little bit quieter in the day but I think we maximum stand has stood like 40 minutes in it. And it's yeah, not I think exciting so. then. No. But um, it's a good place if you want to have a line snack. It's a great line snack location because there's nothing else to do. If it's hot, you might want to have that Mickey Mouse ice cream bar that you've been looking at. Just as an FYI. Maybe you want a churro if it's not so hot. Or a drink. A slushy. A couple of drinks. Something that glows in the dark. You're in Tomorrowland, so you could probably find something that glows in the dark, I'm just saying. Yeah. In Disneyland, right beside Autotopia is another great place to find a bathroom. It's a great bathroom. right there. They're really big. So we usually do a bathroom break before we get in that lineup because it's going to be somewhat of a wait and somewhat of a a ride because you are driving around. Um, The Tomorrowland Speedway is smaller than the Autotopia. Just so you know, the tracks are just different sizes, different layouts. They're a little bit different. Um, but across the way from each of them in both of the the Tomorrowlands is where you can get food. So we're talking about line snacks. So in Magic Kingdom, it's a place called Cosmic Rays. It's indoor seating with lots of different food options, like a large place. So it's a really great place for stopping for lunch or dinner has hamburgers, hot dogs, that type of thing, but it's a large space and it's indoors. Uh, across from Autotopia and Disneyland, it's called the Galactic Grill and it is outdoor seating um, with some tables with umbrellas and uh, 
all that kind of jazz, if you will. So there is some shade, but it is outdoors. Um, their fare is usually things like uh, special hamburgers. Uh, I remember last time they had like this hamburger with like a dark brown bun and it was supposed to be something space themed. Um, so usually they try to do something like that. But usually the regular hamburger, hot dogs, french fries, that kind of fare. So. Yeah, similar cuisine with both of them. They're just different locations and stuff. Um, so they're kind of fun in that way. We usually eat there at least once. Yeah, because again, both places, easy, you can, convenient, good location. And there is lots of seating in both, right? Even if it's outdoor, but there's lots of seating. You're not like fighting for it. And there's lots of choice. Like, it's not just like, oh, we're going to just have hot dogs because we're at casey's corner or pizza because we're at pizza planet so we gotta you have more choices for things so we usually eat there once just so everybody gets okay that's where i usually love my chicken nuggets but i usually get a burger of some sort it's usually a cheeseburger uh (laughs) do you want us to tell you what our order is (laughs) i could really go for a cheeseburger right now Some Disney cheeseburgers and chicken nuggets sounds a little lovely right now. <laughs> um, so and then if so, if we continue going into uh, Disneyland's Tomorrowland, there is a big round building. Um, the same round building is in Magic Kingdom. It's just further in a little bit. F- there's two ra- two attractions that kind of have swapped places, but the big round building in Disneyland and Disney World. Um, are similar because they're round and they were built for the same ride, which is kind of a neat old Disney trivia fact. Wade is at Magic Kingdom now homes this ride, which is another kind of older Disney attraction, which is the Carousel of Progress. Totally forgot the name. I was just going to say it's a great big beautiful tomorrow because that's all I have going through my head today since we started talking about it. Well, it is a great big beautiful tomorrow. <laughs> Shining at the end of every day. But uh, it used to be in both parks. Not at both parks at the same time. No. It was at uh, Disneyland first and then they opened it and they decided Disney World needed it. So they moved it to Disney World from Disneyland. So the whole thing has been moved from one park to the other. Um, it is uh, at Disney uh, sorry, Disneyland currently though, it does not hold it because it lives at Disney World now. It's home. It found a new home. Um, that space is usually changed over for different events or different things. Right now it has... Star Wars Launch Bay? Yeah, Star Wars Launch Bay right now. Uh, That is where, when I talked about meeting Kylo Ren, that's where we met Kylo Ren uh, a couple times ago. Um, But it does revolve into other things. So, yes. I was reminiscing about how we went once and it was Marvel themed, so it had all the old Iron... Not old. All the different Iron Man costumes and that type of thing. And you could use AR and pretend you're Iron Man and that type of thing and met um, Marvel characters there. So it does revolve and change depending on what it is. So it's kind of, it's a blank space that they use for different things. So it might have something in it. It might not. And it might be something different. Um, It used to be kind of like B 
before it revolved, revolved back in the day, it used to be that where you'd have like innovations of the home of tomorrow. So kind of like innovations in um, Epcot for those Disney world people have, you had those different sections and stuff. They used to have like a house of tomorrow in that building, but they took that out because it's hard to keep up to date with that stuff sometimes. But I remember that. I think it was like that the first time we went. Yeah. Way back when. was. Way back when. So a different home automation stuff that they talk about. So there now you can go meet characters. And now when we're talking about it, I'm like, oh, yeah, we have been in there to do that. Because I took that picture of Emma and Aiden playing chess on the set. Right. And they also used to, I, I don't know if they still do, but they did have like this store where you could buy collectible star wars stuff and it's all really expensive like really expensive (laughs) so we'd like to go in there and just look around but i'm not gonna spend like thousands of dollars to buy a stormtrooper suit for example so yeah i mean it would be fun (laughs) but no um the carousel of progress itself at magic kingdom is an attraction which you uh it is a rock it is a sit down attraction in which <laughs> the the outside chair the theater moves in a circle a carousel if you may around the inner scenes of the show so it is an animatronic show when which you're sitting in the theater and you watch the progress of technology and time go by and it's really fun. So go f- <laughs> That's all I have and to it's say. Really, fun. I really like it a lot. It's it's good. Some people aren't fans aren't fans of it. I don't know why you're not. Um, it's one of those attractions. If you get up and try and leave in the middle of the attraction, don't please don't because everybody else that likes it are going to be angry at you because you shut down the ride. So you don't do it. Just enjoy it. Take a nap. It's air conditioned. You're in Florida. It has this really cute dog in it. So you should totally go see it. (laughs) That's it. And a great theme song that is played over and over again. But it is fun. It's not it's a small world that gets stuck in your head and you're annoyed. It's just a fun song. It does get stuck in your head. Like, I'm singing it right now, but I can't sing it right now because license. Yeah. So go check it out. We don't want to go there. Just search it up. But check it out. Search up music for yeah. Car- for Carousel of Progress. It's called It's a Great Big Beautiful oh. Tomorrow, um, if you want to know what the title is. And if you're not into it and the rest of your families, it's, again, another great nap environment as well. Um, it tends to be a little bit longer, but if you're doing it in, like... If you're trying to miss a thunderstorm, it's a great option in Florida. Or if you're in the afternoon, you need a little bit of a nap. It's a great option. I have napped on it. So I can say it's not an adventure ride. It just moves in a circle, stops. It does a scene, moves again. So you're not, it's not Indiana Jones. You're not, you can't fall asleep on it. (laughs) It's not Indiana Jones. It's not the same. So that's a carousel of progress. Uh, Magic Kingdom, Florida. So if you're in Florida, you'll see that. After the carousel of progress, 
or that building, which is now the Circle Building with Star Wars Launch Bay. We come to uh, Pizza Planet. Pizza Planet. It's actually called Alien Pizza Planet, so FYI. But you can get pizza there. Yeah, so it is uh, where you can go get pizza. And it, it is supposed to be like the one from Toy Story. Because I know you're going to ask. And yes, that's exactly it. It that's That is what it is. There is a Pizza Planet at Disney World. Yes. Never mind. I'm saying there is a Pizza Planet in Disney World, but it's not in Magic Kingdom. It's in Hollywood Studios. I find that a little bit more like the Pizza Planet in Toy Story because they have arcade games in it. So that makes it a little bit similar. Disneyland doesn't, but... No, they they took a pizza restaurant in Disneyland that they already had, really, and they just sort of did a minor overlay of it to make it pizza planet so it's not the same but it has pizza though so if you're looking for pizza that's the place to go and if you want a good family meal like you can order a whole pizza there and feed your whole family on one pizza and it's indoor seating at disneyland so if you're looking for a place to indoor seat and have a nice family pizza together that's a great place to go yeah and there's lots of again it's big it has lots of space for it so Um, so Pizza Planet's there it's Disneyland in California as an option if your Disney World doesn't have that same amount of food options like there's no pizza place besides Cosmic Rays there's a couple of just like small places but there's no um, large pizza place you know so just so you're aware yeah there's a couple of more smaller food options, but not as big as Pizza Planet. Um, in Disneyland, we just kind of said that two rides kind of swapped as we are just talking about two attractions. Um, we have finally come to my favorite attraction at a Disney theme park. All of them I've ridden. I love them all. Some are far superior than others. But it is the best roller coaster at Disney. I'm going to say it, according to me. Um, is Space Mountain. It is a roller coaster that's in the dark. So it's supposed to be like you've launched in a rocket ship into space. And then they have some galactic stars in the ride. And it's in the pitch black. And I love it. My sister is just rolling her eyes at me. Uh, The first time I ever went on Space Mountain was with my sister. And I get motion sickness very easily. Um, Like I can't even play some video games on the TV because I will get motion sick. Um, So the first time we ever went on Space Mountain together, um, there's a part at the end when you're coming out of the galaxy that you've just been rocketing around in. um, And they have like these lights that like flash, but they like go around sort of in a circle as you're driving forward through them. Um, They're going around you spiraling sort of. Um, And I totally like almost lost my lunch it was fine i didn't like get sick or anything but i totally felt nauseous afterwards so that was my first experience from then on um every time i've ridden space mountain i just remember that that's there and i'll just close my eyes but i didn't know that the first time so um just fyi if you're riding it there is that also is the place where the pictures are taken though so it's kind of the very first couple of times when i was trying to get used to it all of the pictures of me on Space Mountain are with me with my eyes closed um, and not doing anything fun. Like everyone does something fun on Space Mountain pictures, but not me. I just close my eyes. 
<laughs> you don't even look like you're sleepy. You look like you're just like closing your eyes because you're frightened or something. <laughs> I don't know. It's true. It's, very it's very true. Space Mountain is different between the two parks. So Space Mountain building is very distinct, distinctive. It is that white building with kind of what looks like an accordion type pitch to it up into almost a point point-ish kind of thing so it is a very distinctive cone shape of white um it re- always reminds me of those i'm gonna date myself here um those tupperware containers that used to have to push the center with the accordion yeah things um and if you push the center it like silt everybody if anybody knows what i'm talking about you but distinctively will remember that and think about that when you see it because that's what i think about um it is bright white and it's the only white type large building so you can't miss it as i said it's in two different locations um they've kind of they've swapped where carousel progresses and they've swapped them the one at magic kingdom was the first space mountain in the world um it is riding uh three passengers on two tracks three passengers per vehicle so there's two vehicles so you ride six at a time in uh forward one in front of the other type scenario and then there's two tracks but then then in california there's only one track but you're sitting two people together that being said i like disneyland's over magic kingdoms because i like the music Disneyland in California being a little bit older, they swept it out and they have speakers in the cars where it has a soundtrack that goes around with your with your roller coaster experience. And I enjoy that a lot more. They also change up um, the overlays. So you can be going at Halloween time and having a ghouly experience. Or you could be going on regular time, regular everyday spouse mountain in Disneyland. Or hyperspace mountain when they pull that out once in a while for uh, star wars so have a star wars themed feeling to it so it is it does have that option of those different overlays on it for sure so depending on when you go you can see different things disneyland disney world only has the one that being said i always say the right track is faster there's debate on that i like them both and then france has a totally different uh space mountain completely so and then shanghai doesn't have a space mountain at all so i'm sad about that for them the paris one you get shot out of a cannon which my kids didn't know about until we watched (laughs) behind the attraction and we watched the space mountain episode and they learned all about that one and now they are all about going to Paris to ride that Space Mountain where they get shot out inside and then into the building and going upside down in the dark. So that's the newest big thing right now. <laughs> At Space Mountain Mission Space 2, so in, in uh, Disneyland Paris, is different than it is in the other ones. It l- the building shape is the same, but the color scheme and everything's different and the ride inside is different. But they're all roller coasters. Um, you are not in, if you're in Florida or Disney or any of the original Space Mountains, it doesn't go upside down. So don't be afraid that you're going to go upside down or twist or turn. Like there are twists and there's turns, there's ups and downs. 
Yeah. Half of the fun of that ride to me is not knowing where you're going to go. Though I've now memorized it because I've ridden it so many times. I know, like, we're going to turn left here. We're going to go right here. But I kind of want to go back to not knowing, though. It is the suspense of not knowing where you're going. Um, I'm not a big, big drop girl when it comes to roller coasters. Like, I don't really enjoy that. But I, I don't mind Space Mountain at all. Uh, the drops aren't that big. It's more like if you were to take like a crazy mouse runaway train kind of scenario uh, for a roller coaster, but then just have it like squished together in like a circular kind of building, but in the dark. That's kind of what Space Mountain is. So if you're okay with like little drops and spinning, like going tight curves and going up and down and that kind of thing, um, you're going to like Space Mountain. The only thing is you don't know where you are. So um, that is a little disorientating the first few times. But I think that's also part of the fun. So Yeah. So I will say like if you will ride Big Thunder Mountain, you can ride Space Mountain. Like they're very similar in layouts in the same way that there's, there's the circles and the ups and downs, but there's no, we're not doing any, like any upside down loops or anything like that. No. Uh, the one in Paris does go upside down twice. A corkscrew upside down. I'm, I wrote it like three times when we were there. Uh, cause people forced me on it. Um, <laughs> Actually, it was it was really fun. Um, I, it also launches you. I'm not a big launch coaster either, so you're not gonna you're not gonna see me ever on the Incredicoaster. It's just not gonna happen. I don't like the feeling of losing my stomach when a roller coaster starts. It just that doesn't. I'm not attracted to that feeling. <laughs> I don't I don't need to feel that. Um, so Incredicoaster doesn't do like I wouldn't but Space Mountain in Paris was good though I liked that I mean I didn't like the launching part but I liked the rest of it so I put myself through the launch part she's crazy Uh, if you ask me launch coasters are so much fun and I don't know what she's talking about but that's all right not everybody can be right when it comes to uh these things some people are just wrong I should also say that I I like going upside down on a roller coaster. I think that's awesome. Um, but I'm not a big roller coaster person. I don't mind them. But I, again, when I was younger, I didn't mind roller coasters at all. But now that I'm a little bit older, eh, I take it or leave it. Feel free to DM me and let me know how, that I'm wrong, okay? <laughs> no, there's probably people out there that are like, well, you don't like roller coasters. Um, yeah, that's me crazy she's just crazy um yeah so those are the space mountains and what they they do Uh, um if you like them then i will like you no just joking i will not um disown you if you don't like space mountain it's okay my mom didn't like think she would like to go on space mountain um but we dragged her on i don't remember what even trip that was that we dragged her on it was after my dad had passed away. We were like, no, you're coming on this and it's going to be great. Um, I think I think I just said, I'll go on if you go on or something like that. Because I didn't always go on Space Mountain either. I don't know why I love Space Mountain, but it's fine. Cray crazy. It wasn't always my favorite. <laughs> but uh, she, she didn't mind it, actually, after she went on it. So I feel like if my 
60-year-old mom can go on Space Mountain. Anyone can. Well, that was the first time I think we all went on Space Mountain. So we took Emma for all together. Yes. And um, I just vividly remember we're getting on Space Mountain. We're in the car, ready to go. It pulls up to to get our lap bars because it's a lap bar checked. And we had to we had to evacuate the ride and I just thought, Oh no, everybody's going to chicken out all of a sudden because we have to get off and evacuate our car. And then, so we evacuated the car. They got us on another, the next one. Um, and it was cause someone, if someone doesn't get their lap bar down in time, it has to, they have to reset it. So we, it just was not us. It was someone else in a different party, but it was just like, no, someone's not going to want to do it now. But um, we did, and everybody will now enjoy Space Mountain, right? I think so. I think Space Mountain is cool. I really enjoyed it when Hyperspace Mountain was on because you got to see like battles going on with like uh, star destroyers and stuff uh, as you're flying around. So that was really cool. So hopefully they bring Hyperspace Mountain back again for fun. Hopefully, we can always hope. Um, they we'll bring things back every once in a while in Disney. So if you didn't ride it the first time, maybe I'll ride it the second time or the third time or the fourth time. But um, yeah, Space Mountain, um, Jen's favorite ride and Disneyland over Disney World. But I like Disney World. Oh, the queue line at Disney World has some great um, like video games to kind of keep you. No, not kind of like video games, video games in line to keep you occupied versus Disneyland doesn't. It's a little bit more different in that way. Um, Before we ever went on Space Mountain, that first time we went with my parents when we were teenagers, we didn't know what Space Mountain was. Okay, there was no internet, first of all, so we couldn't like do any research about the rides. Full disclosure, it was 93, so like... The, the internet i know this is surprising to some of you youngins but the internet was not a thing back then so we couldn't like do research so we had no idea what space mountain was so when we saw what space mountain looked like from the outside we were like eh, we don't really need to go on space mountain so we totally didn't go on space mountain that first time we came because we just didn't know what it was because if you look at it from the outside you're like what in the world is that like there's there's nothing outside it just looks like this big white triangular pyramid um and it doesn't look like anything but it is space mountain on the inside so definitely check it out (laughs) definitely go for it don't forget about it (laughs) um it is also it's also a mountain shape you know it's not the matterhorn but it's a mountain hence why it's called space mountain that's right could be called space cone shape would not flow as well (laughs) i just remember that we were like what is that and then mom and dad were like do you want to go on it and we were like we don't even know what it is poor jenny missed out on her favorite ride that first time that first time i the next time i went i went with a whole bunch of teenagers and we went on it and then i am i have not stopped loving it ever since (laughs) and thus began the love affair between (laughs) jenny and space mountain And then when we went back, before I got you on it again, um, we wrote it, and it was in the dark. No, I wrote it by myself. First train of the day. It made my... And I sat in the first row. It was a great time. First ride of the day. 
Um, and I was glee for the rest of the day. It made my life. Um, still love Space Mountain. One time, I would like to ride it with the lights on only once. But then again, I always fight with myself because I'm like, I don't want to ruin the magic of it. So it's one of those things, right? It's like one time I would like to walk off pirates, like do a ride, walk off of pirates. But then I'm like, mm, do I really? Like, no. I probably don't want to see b- backstage of pirates, actually. So, yeah, I just want to no. live in pirates. You just want to be a pirate. We know it's I okay. Be a pirate. I can't. Oh. I can't be a space mountain. So. <laughs> oh yeah, it's also one of my husband's favorite rides as well now. So, it's when Jonathan started riding it a lot. Then Jenny was super happy because I had someone that would ride it with me. Um, Jeff is not a fan of Space Mountain. Um, I have the funniest ride pictures of him hiding his like his whole head because he doesn't yeah. like Space Mountain. No. Um, sent it to- <laughs> we sent it to his family when we were there. And they're like, I can't believe you got him on a ride, and then you got him on a ride that nobody else will um, would have thought he would have been on. So, so uh, as we talk about, since we uh, finished up my favorite ride, I think this is a good spot for us to almost to stop and not talk about Disney Tomorrowland for a while. We'll do another. I feel like we need to do another episode. What do you think feeling like Amanda? Yeah. Cause we still have a whole bunch of stuff that we haven't even covered yet. So I feel like we're going to have to do two. This is a two-parter for sure. This is a two-parter. Um, the one thing I just wanted to throw in there while we're talking about Tomorrowland is um, kind of Disneyland Tomorrowland trivia in Disneyland. Um, kind of ends off because it ends off with there used to be a stage under a Space Mountain that had a band called Helix. If you uh, if you ever want a fun little watch it's on you it's a youtube video about the band um and the name was it was halix spelled h-a-l-y-x and it talks about a rock band that they used to have in disneyland that really had like a cult following back in the day so they were talking like for over 40 years ago of this band and um them what they used to make and what they used to do and the extreme costumes they used to have to wear at Disney just to be there. So I just want to plug that because it's a fun little um, trivia fact that there used to be a band in Tomorrowland. Uh, it used to be at the Tomorrowland Terrace and literally had like a rock show. So it kind of sticks out from not very Disney, but very Disney at the same time, just to be a little bit different at the time. Cause they're trying to get teenagers to come to the amusement park. So, um, if you're interested in my little trivia, you can look them up on YouTube. It's a fun little uh, rabbit hole to go down. And not a lot of Disney people know about it. But yeah, so we're going to kind of leave Tomorrowland in a two-part section because there is so much that we need to talk to. Because Tomorrowland is one of the ones, the lands at Disneyland that is always changing. So changing and different and things with different attractions in both. So I f- we feel like we can do a second Tomorrowland thing. So we will uh, pick it up in that Tomorrowland in episode two for the remainder of the attraction. So if you are a Tomorrowland fan like me, 
don't fret. We haven't forgotten about your favorite Tomorrowland attractions because there's some great ones we still haven't talked about yet. Um, we'll move on to some Disney news. Do do do. The only Disney news we want to talk about or need to talk about at this present moment is the Disney Genie app. Genie Plus. Slash Genie Plus. You can get Disney Genie, but if you want the good stuff, you need to get Disney Genie Plus. That will give you extra amenities that you may require, like Max Pass. Or Fast Passes in general. Yeah, that they Max Pass doesn't exist anymore. They retired it because now they have the Disney Genie Plus. Um, so this is kind of like a personal travel assistant for planning your time in the Disney theme parks via app. Like the travel assistant is an app. Um, they have this thing in they have this the greatest way to explain this, I feel, is in Disneyland. Or Disney World. They have Disney plaids in Disney World, right? Yes. So if you are a rich and famous person, just rich, you don't have to be rich and famous. You could just be rich or you could be rich and famous. Um, They have a lovely program in the Disney parks called Disney plaids. Disney plaids wear uh, plaid vests. That's how you can know who they are. Um, And they uh, are basically like a personal assistant slash tour guide for your trip um in disney uh so they take you around they try to organize your days so you get the most bang for your buck if you will so they make sure you get all the right fast pass times and yada 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 blah 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 they just make it all happen for you which is great for the rich or rich and famous those of us that aren't rich or rich and famous we are good at planning things if you've been to disney multiple times Uh, but it's not always easy to plan Uh, so disney started last year two years ago when did disney start the max pass they started a max pass which was basically like fast passes that were electronic um, that you could do on an app and that was great it also included getting boarding times for uh rise of the resistance in the morning which was also super fun Um, emma has a great uh, video of everyone getting their boarding times while we went to Disneyland last time and everyone is like cheering and stuff it that literally was like the best I, I like one of the best things about our last trip actually um, something that could have gone horribly and been super disappointing actually turned out to be like this amazing joyful occasion anyways but they got rid of that and now they've put everything into a lovely Disney Genie app, which will help you organize. It has wait times. It will have fast passes. It will help you to organize your days so that you are meandering about the park um, in a way that will maximize your time for a fee per day. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Per person. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Disney making money whatever they can these days. So um, yeah, yeah. So just a new way of doing things to do that. Um, then they added the Genie Plus option, which is adding one step further. Uh, for a fee, you can Lightning Lane a ride, so you could get the front of the lo- front of the line of a ride, and that's per ride and maximum 
three rides per day. So longer, bigger attractions, let's say something like a Space Mountain, you could pay a 15 plus dollar fee per person to get the front line without having to wait in a line for the attraction. So that's also kind of in there too as an option. So again, if it is, uh, if you're there at a busy time and you don't want to wait in a line, maybe that's a great option for you. Disney fans are in mixed viewpoints of this uh, change. Fast passes used to be a free thing, a free option. Do you remember that? That seems like that didn't ever exist. I mean, it did exist, but it seems like that was so long ago. <laughs> Paper fast passes when you used to go to the machine and like get them. All you had to do was swipe your like day pass, and then you did the machine would spit out fast passes. <laughs> Paper. Fast passes. I was talking to a coworker about this today, um, and she was remembering one time she was at Disneyland and having the magic of people giving extra paper fast passes to her um, because they had extras and they were done for the day and they weren't going to get on that ride. So that magic kind of, which you can make magic. And I remember doing that as well. So we'd get fast passes for, let's say, Indiana Jones and later in the evening we decided we weren't going to do it we were able to be walking out and meet a family walking in and say hey we have these fast passes you want to might as well go use them because we can't kind of ruins that sad magic moment but um we're not disney we don't uh run disney or make their financial decisions for them (laughs) what they didn't make you ceo of disney yet Mm, nope there is a movement to bring back the old ceo of disney (laughs) oh really for some reason (laughs) why that's not surprising i mean with all of the changes this is what yeah get out of town um disney used to be one of the only places where uh fast or express lane was included in your in your park admission which wasn't isn't a thing as much anymore. Um, it does leave for Disney World leave some extra time that you don't have to pre-plan your ride six months in advance, which is lovely. Um, you get to choose your fast passes the day out. Yeah, that's a little bit nicer, I think. But and uh, I mean, we use we used the Max Pass last time, which is basically the same thing, and it was fine. I mean, we grumbled about it, but. We wanted to ride Rise of the Resistance, so therefore we wanted to get a boarding group. So therefore we used Max Pass because we also wanted to make best use of our time. So we just bit the bullet and did it. And I, we used to have a runner that would just run and get fast passes for everybody, the paper ones. Yes. Not like a, a fat physical runner, they would not run across the park, even though he is an actual runner, would usually be your husband that he enjoyed that aspect of Disney. Um, he still enjoy. I feel like he still was always on it with the uh, max passes as well, yeah. figuring out what to get on next, getting the next fast. Pass. He likes that portion. It's his organizational planning action type thing that he enjoys to do. So. It still exists. It's just not, he doesn't have to run around the park now, which I think in some cases is better. Yeah. More time with your family. Less time running to get fast passes. Less steps, maybe more energy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, possibly. 
possibly. I'm just trying to think of positives here. And there's so many negatives and we can be down on it. Um, unless it, until it launches and we see how it's going to actually go or if people are going to actually use it or not use it. We don't know at this point. It's just launching. We don't know much about it yet. We just know that fast passes as a free option with your uh, tickets to Disney is no longer going to be a thing. You will have to pay to get fast access to rides and shorter ride lineups which if you've been in florida they haven't had fast passes since they opened up from covid and people say it actually lines move faster because you don't have fast pass lines so that makes sense though because then everyone is just filtered in through one line and so you're not waiting extra long in the standby line yeah because there's so many fast pass people or whatever yep so that makes sense i get that so yeah We'll have to see. Uh, we could be totally out to lunch with it, but we'll have to see what it's what it will be like. Yeah, eventually. Yeah. So that's our Disney news. <laughs> that's what everyone's talking about. I'm like everybody's been talking about it. You know, it's how Disney's getting more expensive. Between that and the Star Wars hotel, we just keep getting more expensive options for life. So. But that's our Disney news. Our Disney news for this episode is brought to you by Aladdin. Genie of the lamp. Uh, Thanks for joining us. Um, If you would like to uh, subscribe to our podcast, uh, you can find it on any place where you normally listen to your podcasts and just hit the subscribe button and you'll never miss an episode of our podcast. Um, We try to do it uh, once a week post or once every other week. doesn't always happen, but we try our best. Um, so we appreciate you tuning in to listen. Uh, if you'd like to follow us on social media, you can follow us on Facebook or Instagram at Buena Vista and Main Street. Um, and we are on there. We interact with our fans if anyone posts anything. Um, yeah, and we appreciate the follow. So uh, send us a message if you want. Tell us if you like Space Mountain or any other Tomorrowland attraction. Yeah. What your favorite nappy ride is if you have one at Disney theme park? Oh, that is a great question. What is your favorite napping ride? We've talked about a couple of options tonight. So is there a napping ride that you might as well take a little bit of a... While you're on, just let us know. So please gather up your personal belongings and please exit to the left. Have a magical day!